Hello, my name is Jocelyn Velasquez, and I will be starting a podcast mini-series revolving around autism spectrum disorder. So let's dive right in. So in order for us to discuss what the disorder is and many of the controversies that is surrounding about it, as some of us may know already, we need to establish what it is first. Autism spectrum disorder, or ASD, or autism is a neurodevelopmental disorder characterized by several symptoms. So there are two in particular, two domains that usually is discussed when talking about this disorder. And one of the most known one is trouble with social skills. So more so in communicating and interacting. So a couple of examples would be that they have trouble understanding nonverbal cues lack of social emotional reciprocity or they may lack of initiating or responding to social interactions or understanding relationships and adjusting behavior based on social their social environment another one of the domains is repetitive pattern of behavior so usually that entails uh it could be speech movement or using of objects and moving them around um they routine they have a really strict routine it's very rigid and structured and they don't go outside of this they may have a fixed interest with really strong intensity and they are really sensitive to sensory inputs another important facet of this disorder is that it has to clinically impair in social and work-related skills depending on how severe these symptoms are would uh, determine the severity rating for the autism spectrum disorder. Due to the high comorbidity between intellectual disability and ASD, these symptoms cannot be better explained by IAD. Another aspect we can discuss about autism spectrum disorder are the cognitive deficits, and this is usually in regards to the executive functions and the social motivation. Executive function is what allows us for us to have effective problem-solving skills, uh, it inhibits our inappropriate behavior, it allows us to engage in thoughtful actions, and it, and to flexibly shift from one task to another. However, because they have a, those with autism spectrum disorder have a deficit in this, it affects their executive function. Now, with social motivation, for them, they fail to find any social stimuli intrinsically rewarding, so they're less likely to attend any social events or engage any social interaction. The actual cause of autism is not entirely known, and what makes it more difficult is that it is a spectrum, so it could vary between mild or severe, and how a person is at risk for a severe or mild case just we wouldn't know because there is no one cause for it. What we knew though about this disorder is that it is caused by various factors. The most two talked about is environmental and genetics. They both play a role in whether or not the child would be at risk or would be t- potentially diagnosed with this disorder. Um, this is especially seen in early development. So any birth or neonatal complications is a potential risk factor. So we're talking about premature birth, uh, maternal age, maternal illnesses, maternal use of prescription and non-prescription drugs, and any viral exposure or infection during development within the womb. However, something to make very clear, there is currently no 
concrete evidence that vaccines cause autism spectrum disorder. However, there is strong evidence for genes playing a role. So we see this in chromosomal and gene disorders that there could be some anomalies involving several chromosomes. Um, it's also been associated with um, rare single gene disorders. Um, we've also seen that certain genes that may cause a person to be susceptible to autism spectrum disorder but may not cause it directly. Brain abnormalities have also been suggested to play a role. So there are multiple regions in the brain that can be the cause of this disorder. And it could be the cause of the impairment in memory, attention, language, and verbal intelligence. It has been implicated that any abnormalities in the cerebellum, medial, temporal lobe, and the limbic system may have a role in the symptoms of autism spectrum disorder. And when talking about environmental factors, um, the quality of interactions between infants at risk for autism and caregivers can also play an effect as well. Now that we've discussed the causes and what are the symptoms within autism, let's talk about the treatments, any possible treatments that are out there. And obviously the goal with the treatment is to decrease the symptoms that hinder the quality of life. As I keep repeating over and over and over again, autism is a spectrum. Because there is so much variation, there is no one-size-fits-all treatment. There is currently no one treatment that is able to get rid of all the symptoms. Actually, there is about 400 different treatments that are being used today. And everyone may have different experiences with these treatments. This could be a really um, stressful process because, you know, it's really frustrating to have to find a treatment and it doesn't work and you keep going over and over and over again. Because of this, you know, um, parents and those with this disorder are really vulnerable to any, you know, cash grabs, uh, fast cash grabs, um, solutions that really have been shown have been shown to not work. So, for instance, any special diets or supplements, any medications or weighted vests. What is shown to work is developmentally oriented early behavioral interventions. And these interventions have several characteristics that make them effective. Um, they're early intensive, they have a low student-teacher ratio, they have high structure, they also include family inclusion, peer interaction, and ongoing assessment to make sure that everything is going fairly well. It has been shown to have significant gains in language, communication, slight decrease in severity of symptoms. In some children, antipsychotic medication as well helps decrease um, certain symptoms, so most of the time this would have to do with physical aggression and irritability and any severe tantrums that they may have. Um, another is speech therapy that also helps those with autism. So obviously a huge question is why is it important for people to understand or why should we care? Well, I think there is an importance in expanding the awareness for this disorder, I mean, the prevalence is within 1 out of 68 children, which is 2 million in the United States, and in worldwide, it's tens of millions. So there are high chances that maybe you might interact with someone who has autism. Even within school children, when they interact with their peers and whatnot, there is a high likelihood that they may interact with someone with autism. This allows for us to teach 
kids to become more sympathetic towards their classmate because they deserve to be treated just like everyone else. However, we need to be understanding that because of their disorder, there may be uh, certain limitations uh, within you know, their abilities or within their behavior and it's important for us to create a safe space for them so that they don't feel isol- so isolated. Plus, those parents who have a child who have autism, it's not easy. Just raising a kid alone is difficult. Having one with mental illness is extremely hard. And there's already so much stigma and um, stress that is uh, associated when you're taking care of a child with autism. And instead of resulting to hostility or be frustrated with them that you know why is your child like this we can be more patient and understanding about the circumstances so why does this interest me well i have certain connections with someone that has autism and they have a severe case of it um and it just seeing them frustrated and you know not understanding why they're not at the level as everyone else or why they're they're going over certain concepts over and over and over again and it's not sticking with them just really resonated with me and it's you know it's unfortunate also that she didn't have the family support either because they themselves didn't have the time or the patience and the understanding of her condition and just be there for for them and to help them out just really you know, realized that I really enjoyed doing this and it also made me research more and uh, read more studies about learning disabilities, autism and other mental disorders and their causes and their treatments and it made me open my eyes to what I would like to do and it's something that I'm really passionate about and it's why I decided to pick it as a topic for my podcast.